Let's all stand and welcome each other this morning. You're my
the struggle there will come triumph. You are strong in my weakness. And out of pain I see rejoicing. For you rise out. I will shout, you are faithful forever. The victory is mine, because the battle is yours. The victory is mine, because the battle is yours. From the valley there will come breakthrough. Hope you rise with us. And I will dance in the midst of the fire I will sing in the eye of the storm I will shout, you are faithful forever The victory is mine, cause the battle is yours Give thanks to the Lord, He is good, He is good And I will dance in the midst of the fire I will sing in the eye of the storm I will shout, you are faithful forever The victory is mine, cause the battle is yours And I will dance in the midst of the fire I will sing in the eye of the storm I will shout, you are faithful forever. The victory is mine, cause the battle is yours. The victory is mine, cause the battle is yours. The victory is mine, cause the battle is yours. Grandma used pray aloud by her bed every night to me it sounded like mumbling like she was out of her mind she said boy this kind of praying is what saved my life you ought to try it sometime I know she was right She was talking to Jesus She was talking to Jesus She'd been talking to Jesus For all of her life Mama used to drive me to church Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights Cowboy shirt and Levi pants 
boy, I put up a fight. She said, son, one day they'll thank me for having God in your life. Now I know she was right. I know my mama was right. Now I'm talking to Jesus. She got me talking to Jesus. Got me talking to Jesus. Now I know she was wrong. Now I'm talking to Jesus. I love talking to Jesus. And I'll be talking to Jesus for the rest of my life. What a friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. I got three of my own now. Trying to raise him upright. My youngest, he's 15. And boy, I know what that was like. Trying to deal with the drama, deal with the questions of life. I've been looking for a way to show him just how to make it all right. Then he walked in my room while I was singing my praise the other night. He said, I'll come back later, tell you got a lot on your mind. I said, it's not an interruption, son. You couldn't pick a better time. Because I was talking to Jesus. Come over and give it a try. We started talking to Jesus. We started talking to Jesus. We started talking to Jesus. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
church wherever your feet tread take authority church over strongholds territorial spirits wherever your feet tread Amen. be aware church where your feet tread are treading in that you are taking authority over that territory do not be surprised that the spirits who occupy that territory submit to the authority you are walking in, treading in. For I, the Lord, have given you authority to trample, tread heavily, bruise, crush, injure, to overcome all the power of the enemy. You do miracles so great. 
deserve the glory Lord I wish there was a bigger word than deserve I mean you are the glory Lord how about that you are the glory Lord we'll edit a few songs here God you're everything you're the beginning the end the the holy one you are love you are peace. You're the creator of the universe. You're Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah yes. Nisi. Yes. You're our healer. Yes. You go before us, God. You're, you're the creator. You're everything I know in, as far as a vocabulary in that and more, God. Oh, God. You're more than enough. I thank you, God. If we try to comprehend just who you are, we, we truly can't. We think we might know, but we, we, our brain is not equipped to know your greatness. You're far beyond what we can imagine, God. Thank you, God. Lord, I thank you. But God, there's still people in here that come in and still think they can fix it. 
they still haven't quite learned how to give everything to you. And when we do, it is done. God, people came here today with addictions. Many of them silent. With kids that are so wayward, so lost, so messed up. With grandkids, God, that they pray for. With illnesses that they don't even know what's going to happen, God. But you do, and you do, and you do. God, of course we lift up this peninsula. We do every week and some every day. But God, right now, we just want to hone in on our stuff. It's too big to carry. Prayer warriors, can, can you come up right now? The rest of you, please don't get on your phone. Just I want you to, you can sit down if you need to, but just intercede because this is a huge part of the service. This is huge for us. If you have a prayer need, now's your time. Come on up. If you're carrying something that you're tired of carrying, come on up. You can't fix it. You can't throw money at it. You can't manipulate it. You can't, you can't do it without God. Come pray with someone. Just come pray with someone. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Eric, can you tell Lolly to bring the kids back in? Can, can they bring the kids back in and they can just stay in? Oh, thank you, Lord. We got prayer warriors up here. What about your health? What about your grief? What about your hurting? I mean, if you're like me, I, Lord, I don't want anybody to know that I'm not perfect. Come on up. call the body of Christ and that's what we do here are our prayer warriors they're carrying stuff too they're not up here because everything in their world is perfect they hurt they cry just like you do but they know the king of all kings and the lord of all lords they personally know the healer thank you God Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We thank you, God. God, I lift up Hadley to you starting college, God. Please keep, I mean, first of all, how cool that she looks out her window of her dorm and she sees church. You're, you're the coolest to do that. God, she's in a city that's just lost. Hold her close. Hold her close. Protect her, God. Your word's true. Lord, you said if we brought them up the way they should go, when they get older, they don't, they don't run. So, thank you.
that's what we hold to, God. Thank you for our family. Be with Brent and Haley today as they're doing what I think is impossible. 100-mile run. God, protect them. Jesus. Heal me, Lord. Mend the broken hearts, Lord, that are here. There's several people with broken hearts that drug themselves in here. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. You're so, so, so good to us. So good to us. Thank you, God. Come right here, Brian. We'll stand right here. Just so we know. Just stay right here. You're good. You're good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I know that there's not one person out of all these folks that are sitting back saying, oh, no, I'm good. There's stuff. I pray for every church on this peninsula, every pastor. God, I love what you're doing. I lift up our revival. Lord, just how you did that was miraculous. How cool are you? I mean, we prayed for it. You did it. How cool are you? Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my family, God. Thank you for my sisters, Lord. you can come on up and stand here we're good you know we don't have to have sermons every week we're here to seek his face be healed from whatever it is physical mental broken hearts whatever thank you God thank you Jesus I say it every week takes more courage to come up here and pray than for you to sit there and handle it, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you all for being so good. But y'all can come up in just a second. Y'all are so good. How are you? One, two. alone are God. You alone are God.
I'm sorry. Go back up. This. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I told her to sit down because I know there's one more that needs prayer. <laughs> God knew. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. He's cool like that anyway. He's just cool. serve the glory. You are the glory, Lord. To think I can communicate with the creator of the universe, to think that you would leave Holy Spirit when I had questions, when I'm scared, when I have doubts, when I have, I just need knowledge. It's amazing to me. The very fact that you would call me here is mind-blowing. I always think, surely, Lord, there was someone else other than me. But I thank you that for right here, it was all of us. Thank you, God. Praise your name. Thank you, God. Let's go on to the next one. If you're visiting and you think this is lasting a little long and the restaurants will be closed, you can come to my house because all we're going to have is a cheese sandwich, but you're welcome to it. You're good. This is what we do. We pray. We're healed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Praise your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> that was about cool, wasn't it? glad you're here I can't imagine uh, you not being here anytime the Lord says give me that baby go ahead and give it to me <laughs> she is out out oh. I was out in church till I was about uh, 18 I'm sorry, about 30. 
Holy Spirit said, really? 18. <laughs> Thank you, God. Right here. Move right here, God. Intercessors all on this side. I love it. Intercede right here. Healing right here. Right here. I'm going to get my steps in. <laughs> Are those your glasses, Chuck? I was going to talk to you about it in case you didn't see them. I like them. <laughs> I have some like them. <laughs> You'll never wear them. I'm sorry for saying that. <laughs> You're busting out now. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Another little miracle over there. Come on up. Well, school might have started for you, uh, little ones or younger ones, but uh, I think, when's Crenshaw start, Terry? Monday morning, bright and early. Well, here are some kids that might be going there. A few not at Crenshaw, but you can stand up here. Everybody stand and put your arms out. And if you're a teacher, no matter if you're at Crenshaw or Ball High or wherever, could you come stand up here too? Because I think you're the ones that need a little praying for too. Yeah. Amen. Any children out there that wasn't in class, come on up if you're about to start school or if you're already in school. I'm telling you because it's a battleground. <laughs> yeah, if they're scared, moms and dads can come up here. But let me tell you, I'm going to bless you. Now, in the Bible, when you bless, you open your eyes. So we're not praying, but we're blessing. Bless means Baruch, Baruch or whatever, Baruch, yeah, and, and the Hebrew, and it's in the Bible about 330 times. So I bless you on your first day or while you're in school, that you're a leader and not a follower, that you're bold in who you are, and you'll tell people that, yes, you're a Christian, and you, you choose to be kind, and you choose to, to be good. I bless you and that, that you're so protected. I thank you. I thank you that you're a leader. I thank you that you'll pray. I bless you that you choose right. That you hang around with good. I bless you that your days at school are good. I pray for your safety if you ride on a school bus or if your parents take you. I pray for your Safety, I pray for your sanity. I pray for your uh, peace beyond that you can even understand. Just a peace. God specially chose teachers, handpicked. I couldn't do that. I bless you of your health. That you stay strong and you stay well. 
I bless you that you're bold when if someone asks you, if you believe in God, you will say, yes, yes, I do. That you're bold at school and you're bold enough to tell other kids about, his, about Jesus. If they asked you, you already have the answer. Yes, I am a Christian. I am a Christian. Stand up and be strong. Don't just sink back and just go, I don't know. If you don't know Jesus, you talk to your teachers in the back and they'll tell you how. I bless you because you're a strong leader in your school. God's got a big plan for you and it's going to require boldness. Boldness. Anyone else, you just speak out. Just speak out and bless these kids. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for these kids. Wisdom, yes. Yes, wisdom. Impart wisdom. Joy in learning. Yes, God. Kindness. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes. We bless these children. They're our future. Without these kids' church as we know it will be over. I thank you for the teachers here. Yes. Amen, amen. We encourage, yes, amen. Yes, amen. Love and patience, yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you. I know you probably after about a minute, you're, you're already on to something else. But thank you for coming up. Thank you for that suggestion. We thank y'all for y'all. Teachers who rock. Teachers who rock. Amen. Hello. How are you? You want to go to class? All right. All right. Morning. We have a lost uh, glass there. Okay, I'll figure it out. Okay, welcome to Crystal Beach Community Church where you'll find real people with real problems serving a real God. Welcome everyone here today and uh, looks like things are getting back to normal. There's no lines at the ferry. Nobody's in the store. Uh, we love all those people, but they're back home in school and... <laughs> yeah. And if you live here, life is getting kind of... A, Back to normal. That's what nothing means bad about that. But anyway, if this is the first time you've been to Crystal Beach Community Church, you'll notice we do not pass out an offering plate, but if God puts it on your heart to give, uh, there's a white box in the back, and you could drop uh, something in there, and on, in front of you, the back of the chair in front of you, there's a QR code. You could hold your iPhone up to it, and it will direct you how to give that way. And now we have another third way that I can't even remember. We had a video last week. Great breeze, breeze. Yep, it's a breeze. So uh, if you need more help with that, just get with us and let us know. Um, anyway, when you're in the back, if you wouldn't mind, put, if it's the first time you're here, put your name address down so we can put it on a monthly email distribution. And if you have a prayer need, Write that person's name, yourself, or neighbor, friend, stranger. Whatever that prayer need is, put it on, and it'll go on a monthly email distribution where hundreds will pray daily. 
Any praise reports? Everybody's good. No, plenty of rain. Yes. Uh, plenty of mosquitoes, too. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Jay? Also, if you're uh, a first time here today and snuck by our two wonderful greeters, Dave and Joyce, uh, raise your hands. So if you didn't see them, they, they'd like to spend a minute or two with you before you leave today. They have a gift for you and uh, just to tell you a little bit more about what's going on here and if you'd like to get connected in our church. Okay, we'll move into announcements. Uh, tonight is the last, uh, the end of the Bible study at the Joyce Meyer Battlefield of the Mind. So if you're uh, plugged into that, make sure you come tonight. The last, this is going to be the last of that Bible study. Revival, don't miss it. Uh, it was going on Monday through Thursday last week. Thursday, all the rain storms came in and washed out Thursday night. But uh, it's if you haven't been, highly encourage you to go. It's on Crystal Beach Road, about halfway down from 87 to the beach on the left. Can't miss the blue and white striped tent. Uh, just a wonderful, this man is so filled up with God and, and how, I mean, he don't even know what's going on and it's just that exciting overflow. So that will crank back up at 6.30 tomorrow evening and go for four more days next week. Six o'clock, okay. All right. Beach ministry, the beach bottle of water ministry is still going strong, and uh, I think next Sunday or su Saturday is the last with all the kids back in school and not much activity, but it's still um, going yesterday. Lots of people came by, a lot of prayers. Back to school party. That will be next Sunday, 5 to 7 p.m. at the water park over here. Um, this is the anchored youth, third grade to seventh graders. Uh, if you don't know anything about this, please see Jeff and Susan right after church. And we, we need to know a count, a fairly accurate count. So this is going to be a big deal. Back to school party, a lot of fun. And uh, please, if you've got grandchild or your child or whatever, please get with them. Volunteer meeting today after church at 12 noon. Big deal here. We need volunteers. We need so, the church is growing so much and definitely in the, the youth field with the little ones and then the high school. So we need your help. If you wouldn't mind, right after church, sit in for a short meeting and there'll be a lot of explanation of, of things that are going to go on if you're a volunteer. Uh, so please, please hang around if you're interested or if God's touched your heart to be a volunteer. By man's Bible study, we finished up uh, the book of Matthew last Thursday and we'll start up uh, the book of Mark 
Thursday morning from 7 to 8 as we proceed to go through the Gospels. AA meetings, Monday, Thursday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And Al-Anon meets this afternoon every Sunday at 5 p.m. And then Narcotics Anonymous every Tuesday here at the church in the Commons area from 9.15 to 10.15 p.m. And that's all I have. going on up there but I didn't look up Rick Taylor usually is the one that keeps me kind of in line up there so anyway some of you here for the first time and you know that uh, I want to tell you that I don't say words often that you can understand uh, as you know my dad was from East Texas and he had his own vocabulary and so I it, those words are ingrained in me and they just pop out because that's how I was raised. Uh, my girlfriend's dad was French, and she would speak to me normal, and then she'd start speaking French, and it'd go back and forth. But mine kicks into East Texas sometimes, and I know you're there like, what in the heck is that word? But one of those words that I use often is pertinir. If you've never heard of pertinir, that's what I use, pertinir. Some of you obviously have heard that word before, but pertinir is a slang expression that means pretty much or, or darn close to or there's always a debate among language guru to see if that slang words are real pertinent to me is a real word so i'm sorry if you don't think it is uh sorry not sorry but pertinent to me is a real word a definition i looked it up in the urban dictionary right isn't that the real dictionary that we should use instead of the webster but the urban dictionary says uh, southern slang, it means pretty near finish with the task at hand. Pertinere may work if you're measuring something. If it's almost an inch, it's pertinere an inch. It, it's just close. Uh, it just, you're almost there, but you're not there, but we're good to go, I guess. Or how about, have you finished unloading the truck yet? And you would say pertinere, like you just have a few more little things to go. So, but in kingdom talk, in kingdom talk, pertinent does not work. It doesn't work. I can't slide it in anywhere for it to work. So it's hard for me because pertinent is part of my vocabulary. It's well done. We're waiting to hear. We're not waiting to hear pertinent close. We're waiting to hear well done. Well done. Well done. We're not talking about stakes here. We're talking about, well done, you good and faithful servant. Come into the kingdom with me. It's well done, we're waiting to hear. We're not playing horseshoes that close enough, it's close enough, it's pertinent. We're going to count it or, or if it slides in late or whatever with that other game where you pitch stuff. I don't know. So when we get to heaven, God will not say this. I don't know what he says. A lot of times I read in his word, but he will not say this. Your pertinent made it. He will say, depart from me. 
I don't even know you. Depart from me. Or he'll say, well done. Well done. We have to wait to hear those words. But while we wait, we need to understand a few things. Our words will identify us, dear friends, not save us. We must know we're saved. So I'm going to stop right here and throw up a baptism slide because y'all been kind of keeping up with that. Last week, I said, one Lord, all we need is one. We just need one Lord, one. Four people later, we're up to 39 people. We have baptized 39 people in about three weeks. When I baptize you, I always say, do you know you're saved? Do you know, before we do this, because salvation comes before baptism, you have to be saved and then you're baptized. And when I put you under the water, those 39 will well know that. I don't say, well, you're putting it under because a wave will come and you're... No, you're soaked and you're under every part of you. All your face is underwater. You're not pert near underwater. You're not pert near saved. You are saved and you are baptized and you are living in the kingdom of God. You're all in if you're a poker player. Revelation 20 said, I saw the dead. Great and small, standing before the throne, and books were open. Another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to what they had done as record in the books. This is scripture here. The sea gave up the dead that were in it. The death in Hades gave up the dead that were in it. And each person was judged according to what he had done, or we have already heard in Romans chapter 2. God will give each person according to, according to what they've done, to those who, by persistence in doing good, seek glory, honor, all of that. But for those who are self-seeking, who reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. I know I'm preaching a little stronger than I normally do. The last three or four weeks, it's just been an urgency, an urgency that I tell you, you must be saved. I tell you to stay off the news. I tell you to clean up your act. I'm always telling you what to do. But here's a news flash for you. Yesterday, China, you know, we're not in the end time war, and Russia decides to train their military together. That happened yesterday. It is very important for you to know that our Lord will not sit back and do anything. He is coming back, and you perk near won't make it if you are not saved and know him personally. Because it's on me if you don't. Don't you dare get up there and say, well, Kay didn't fully tell me. No, he knows if I told you or not. I'm not telling you halfway. You must be saved, and you must be baptized. And all those sprinkles as a child... You weren't saved. You weren't saved. So you're not baptized. You must have salvation and you're baptized. Today at 3 o'clock, I'll be at the beach. 
if you want to absolutely hear those words well done, I'll be at the beach today at 3 o'clock. So today we're discussing one verse. I always give you tons of verses. Matthew 25, 21. You can read it, and we're going to stay on that screen this entire sermon. Well done, you good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. My, my Bible says joy. Your happiness. I'm going to split that down for you in one, two, and three things. I'm going to split that, that powerful 25-21 scripture into three things. You may have read that too fast, but there's three rewards you're going to find in this. I know you're standing there listening for those two words, well done. You stop after you hear, well done. You're going to get to heaven and just go, say it, say it, say it, please say it, say it, say it. <laughs> Here you go. And when he says, well done, I think I'm just going to, I'm getting all emotional about it. Just those words. Or will he say, depart from me? I didn't even know you, Kay. I didn't even know what you were doing at Crystal Beach. There's so much more to that scripture. First, it's praise in God. Second, is greater responsibility from God. And third is the happiness and joy. Let's look at the first, praise from God. Well done, you good and faithful servant. The praise of the servant's character, he's good and he's faithful. God knows your character and, and praises you for what kind of servant you are. It's in this scripture. Well done, you good and faithful servant. Not good one time, good see what I've done kind of good, but you're good and you're faithful. This is all together. You're good and you're a faithful servant. You've been faithful over little. That's praise from God right off the bat. Not only does he say, well done, which is plenty, but he goes on to say all of this. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. That is his praise for the deeds done, the actual work that was done. He uses it in all of eternity. So there it is. That's praise. Now, isn't that incredible that our almighty God, the one that has eyes like blazing fire, will actually look at you with those powerful eyes and say, Well done, Lordy. I mean, that's incredible to me. Maybe not so much to you, but this is mind-blowing for me. Of all the stuff that I've done and I've spent time examining and rethinking everything about my life, and I'm going to be so tuned in. Yes, Lord. Well done. God praising me. He's up there telling me that it's well done. All my biblical training says just the opposite, that I should be praising him, right? And here's the creator of the universe praising you. What a day that will be. What a, a remarkable day that will be. If you hear me saying we don't need to be doing that, you've missed it. We have to praise him, but you're going to be waiting that day when he praises you. We're going to be praising him and give him glory and honor and the essence of heavenly praise and worship. Focus only on the almighty God, the Son and Holy Spirit, and all the, 
all the heavenly beings in all of heaven are going to be praising and rejoicing. Soon as he says that, they're going to be in full out praise for you. For you. All the angels and living creatures. It's totally God-centered, God-focused, God-glorified. That's heaven. That's what's going to happen. Many times, actually, in Scripture, God, with unbridled joy, just celebrates something he made. If he celebrates something he made, just think how much he will celebrate you for being there. There are great chapters at the end of Job about him celebrating things he's done. Remember when God just celebrating all the stuff he's made, like the stars and the animals and all kind of stuff like that. I love Job. I love the end of Job. Let go of Job's friends and just wait and see what happens when God begins to celebrate. But in the middle of it all, you get a sense of God's joy at what he made right from the beginning. God said in Genesis 1, 31, God saw all that he had made and behold, it's very good. All of that is very good. But when it comes to you, it's so, so good. God saw that and said, look what I've made in the book of Job. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it good? At the end of Job 39, he talks about a horse. Now, it's hard to pick out because he talked about a lot of things at the end of Job 39. He talks about a horse. He said, did you give that horse its strength, Job? No, that was me. The way it loves to run into battle, the way it snorts, the way it's strong, what it does. Can you do all of that, Job? It's like God kind of got carried away of just the things he loves and he's created and what they do. It's like he's on a horse riding it. He says, isn't that awesome? The horse, what I made? Or what about that hawk and eagle? You can read it for yourself in 39. Do you see, Job, how they fly so high? Where the eagles are, way up high in those rocky mountains and how it feels, it sees its food from afar and... What is he doing there? He is celebrating the things that he created. He celebrates you. These are animals, but the way he celebrates you is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. He does it even more clearly at the beginning of the book. He says to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? He's blameless and upright, a man of fears God. He lives a righteous life. He's telling all about Job. And he's celebrating because he knows that Job's going to follow through. Praise can be given to a created being without it being worshipped. He says it so many times. He celebrates you. He can't wait for you to dot the I's and cross the T's on this earth. And he celebrates what you do and go, oh my gosh, yes. Because he'll say, well done. Well done. I want God to praise me. Wait until the Lord comes, the second coming. He'll bring to light what's hidden to darkness and expose the motives of your heart at that time. Each person will receive praise from God. Every person that's been born again and baptized and operates in his spirit will hear well done. 1 Corinthians 4, 5, what we get is praise from God. 
John 12, 26, whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there my servant also will be. My Father will honor, the Scripture says, the one who serves me. That's incredible. Praise is, who, who doesn't like praise? He only gives praise wisely and perfectly. He makes no mistakes. I'm telling you, I'm scooting around so fast in here. When God says, well done, good and faithful servant, you've been faithful. He said, I'm pleased with you. I'm pleased with your offering. I saw you in the hardest of times. I was right there with you, and I'm so proud of you that you pulled yourself up, pushed through. You're such a good, faithful servant of mine. Well done. Well done. Our whole lives should go into gaining that honor and glory that God will give to us, those faithful servants that we should be. It's like an Olympian who wins the gold medal, and the gold medal is such an honor for them to walk around wearing it when they're in Beijing or wherever, wearing this big, big medal that they earned, that they earned, that they've worked since childhood earning swimming, running, whatever that they did. And they get this medal. Christians, however, would probably go to uh, medals.com and, and get one and put it on and take the short route and show everybody what they've done, what they've accomplished when they really haven't done it. Do you hear me? You have to earn that. You have to earn that. You can't, you can't just... Act like it in front of people. Oh, my goodness. Be real, folks. Our world's a hot mess. We don't have a lot of time left to play church. And we don't have a lot of time left to play good Christians. You either are or you are not. It is time to make a decision. Are you 24-7 when no one is looking? What are you doing? Part two of this sermon. It's a greater responsibility entrusted by God. He said, well done, you good and faithful servant. You've been faithful for a few things. Now I'm going to put you in charge of many. The implication that he would put us in charge of anything in the kingdom of God is mind-blowing. Our lives on earth are an extended, extended interview of what we're going to be doing in heaven. If you're a lazy Christian here, just saying. Just saying. Or perhaps you're just a pertinere. You're presently right now auditioning for the role that you're going to play in heaven. How are you doing with that? If you want a bigger part, you've got to live a bigger part. I think what happens is the more faithful we are, the greater our capacity in heaven will be. Now, we don't earn our way in there. It's just who you are, who you are. There's going to be actual responsibilities when we get there. God is measuring our accountability with what we're doing now because Luke 16 says, whoever can be trusted with little can be trusted with much, and whoever is dishonest with very little will be dishonest with much. If you're not trustworthy... And handling things here, you're not trustworthy at all. 
There's going to be responsibilities. There's going to be jobs for us to do there. I don't even know what they are, but sign me up. Sign me up. Job, the word job sometimes sounds negative to us. I wish there was another, like opportunity, like a reward, some other way. When we get to heaven, we're going to be busy. The idea is powerful. The more faithful we are in this world, the more responsibility we're going to have. What kind of world is it we're heading toward? How will that be? Do you ever wonder? I love that song. I forgot the name of it. Like, what will heaven be like? I can only imagine it. I can only imagine it. Thirdly, in this scripture, enter into the joy of your master. The joy. Come and share your master's happiness and joy. Enter into the joy of the master. Come on in if you're on the outside. I want you to come inside my joy right here. Where there's no tears, no gossip, no crying, no hassle, no competition. Well done. Well done. Come on up here. There's, there's no depression here. There's no discouragement here. There's just happiness here. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to have to get used to that, I think. I mean, really? Because something happens in my day every day that there's something that's not so good. To walk in and live in a place where there's no discouragement, there's no cell phones, there's no 911 calls, there's only joy and only happiness, and all you have to do is just examine your heart, confess with your mouth that truly He is the King of kings. The Bible is true. That's all you have to do. And then you repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the remissions of your sins. And then you receive the gift of Holy Spirit. How sweet is that? Holy Spirit, your counselor. You don't even have to say, I wonder if I should do this. I wonder if I should do that. This week, this week, it came to me. I did something. And clearly, he said, well, you didn't ask me. I said, well, this is a mess up. Well, you, you didn't ask me. You didn't, oh, God, give me that life that I asked you, everything. Should I wear this? Should I go here? Should I hang out there? Should I be here? Don't just assume that you've been doing it all these years, that it's still the right thing to do. He's moving you to a different place, and you've still got your leg in the old place. God, what should I do today? What should I eat today? How can I serve today? But he clearly said, you didn't ask me. What should I invest in? What should I not invest in? Who should I visit today? Who should I spend my day with? The aspect of joy of God's joy is, is mind-blowing. Scripture said, you've made known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Can you imagine, thank you, Lord, if that's right. Can you imagine sitting at the feet of the joy master? Can you imagine that? Joy like no other? 
He says, I'm going to teach you joy that you haven't known before. I'm going to teach you how to be happy about everything. Forever you'll learn joy in the increase of his kingdom. There'll be no end to this joy. You're going to learn more joy the first thousand years you're there. And then after that, and you think you got it down, I'm going to give you another thousand years, even better than that thousand years. We can't comprehend it. Some of us are just content with the pertinere. I'm not going to be baptized. I'm scared of what, what we baptize in hot tubs if you're scared of the beach. If you're scared of hot tubs and they're too hot, we'll, we'll baptize you in, in fun town. I mean, it doesn't say where. It just says you must be submerged like Jesus himself. You must be baptized. You must know him personally. And you must change what you're doing. This isn't just a checkoff list. It's all of eternity. Things change when you're saved because there's fruit and we're judged by our fruit. If you're saved with no fruit, I wonder if you're saved. They go together. He's going to walk with you when we get to heaven. And he's going to teach you how to feel joy. And not only that, he's going to teach you joy in his other children there. He might say, do you realize this individual right here, Kay, was a martyr? They died for me. They died for me. You had the easy church. This one died for me. And this missionary, this evangelist, this servant, I loved I love them. I love you. I want you to enter into my joy and their achievements and yours. Goodbye, pride. Goodbye, arrogance. Goodbye, jealousy. Goodbye, competition. It's all gone. He's going to teach you how to delight in his presence. So, I don't know if we're going to stand there. I, I don't think so. I don't think I could. When he says, well done, you good and faithful servant. Right there. He said, and you've been faithful with a few things. Oh, there's more than the well done. I thought well done was all I needed. He said, oh no, I got more. He said, you've been faithful with a few things. So, okay, I'm going to put you in charge of many things. Really? I just thought we kind of floated around up here. No, we don't get to heaven as an angel. We have stuff to do. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be mighty. He said, I'll put you in charge of many things. And then he says, come and share my happiness and joy while you're here. Father God, I just can't believe that for so many years that Pertinere was, if I was just getting better, I thought that was good enough. How I robbed myself by just thinking I was good. God, I don't even know what that would be like. I can't even imagine. I don't even want to go there if you should say, depart from me. No, I, I heard you pray, but uh, Kay, you still continued on with the same crap you were doing before. 
didn't change you a bit. There was no fruit there. You didn't change. You just kept on doing, and you just thought you're covered, and you checked the box. When you are saved, you're transformed. Everything about you changes. God, I thank you. I thank you. I think I would be up there. I'm just going to be leaning in. I don't even know how I'll be. Just waiting to hear that. Well done. I'm out. Okay, get back up because now it's time for this. And now it's time for that. We don't have time for you to be all fainting and being all dramatic up here. I want to give you all my joy. I got so much for you to do here. Welcome home. Well done. But what about all the stuff I did? I don't know what you're talking about. Because when you were baptized, all of that was gone. Well, how'd you just forget it, Lord, from the east to the west? He said, notice I didn't say north to the south. That all comes together. Okay, you've been forgiven. And all those things you worry about that Satan tried to remind you of, you forgot that he's a liar. When you were baptized, everything changed. God, I thank you. I thank you. God, do your work in this place. You've sent us revival. You've done so many things for us. I'm blown away by your goodness. But God, I still ask that there's transformation in salvation. That's what I ask. That a person, when they're saved and baptized, you know it, and we know it. Everything is different. Be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you want to serve as a youth leader, we're going to be meeting after church, but let's go ahead and do whatever you want. Boss. Have a great day. We got some rain. I'll see you at three o'clock today. You deserve the glory and the Every time.